A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard and this time I am joined by Brandon Thomas Merritt. How's it going, Brandon? How are you? I am good. Thanks, Logan. Glad to have my voice back. Um, that said, you learn a heck of a lot when you go nine days being unable to speak. <laughs> Very true. As the old adage says, we've got two ears and one mouth for a reason. Uh, how are things with you? And good job I'm... yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday. <laughs> last week. <laughs> well, nobody watched it last week, so who knows? <laughs> Watch it. No events to those of you Logan has just called nobodies. I need a laugh track because it's kind of hard to do those joke things without having anyone to respond to it so <laughs> you know what i'll be honest i was laughing myself silly when uh you gave a little roast about okay brandon calm down we know ireland's the best country in the world you don't have to tell us every single video <laughs> so just to uh slap you in the face proverbially with my patriotism <laughs> i'm hence wearing <laughs> a celtic pendant with triskelions and celtic spirals and an irish angel holding a quadah which is one of our national symbols, a heart for love, hands for friendship, a crown for loyalty. And if you point it towards yourself, it means someone has your heart. If you point it towards other people, it means you're single and looking to mingle. Mm. So I've gone overboard with the patriotism today, just to, you know, spit in your face for last week. Ah. I did laugh. <laughs> Well, I have gone over and abundant with a shirt that is, of course, from Double to Cleveland at, so you can get that shirt in our links below. Um, so I have supported the the right cause, um, <laughs> which is our podcast, which you should as well. You can get these shirts to help support us and support our podcast. Uh, we would very much appreciate that. And if you don't do that, that's fine. Just like, comment, subscribe. Share these with your friends. If each of you shared one with somebody else, we'd double in no time. Um, they don't have to watch every episode, just the good ones. Yes, they do. <laughs> the ones Tell all specials. Watch them. <laughs> and speaking of tell-all specials, that's what we'll show Bill doing today. I think this is part nine, eight, nine, something like that. Um, let's go nine. It's part nine. I don't know officially if it's part nine, but I'm going to say it's part nine. So um, well, we had the entire week to look this up and we came totally unprepared. <laughs> this is true. I blame Logan. Well, you got to blame somebody. So That's you might it. as well blame. Yeah, blame me. It is part no, nine. I am correct. So we're good. Guys, part nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So part nine. Uh, first question. If you could build anything you want, what would it be? An empire. Duh. <laughs> um, although if, if I want to pick something on a more microcosmic scale, um, a spray that instantly cleans your clothes, that kills like, all the harmful bacteria. So basically, instead of having to put your clothes in the washing machine... Especially a shirt you really like that you don't want to shrink by overwashing it. Mm. You spray it, um, and it does the job of an entire washing machine instantly. I think that could just be like, you know, such an, in terms of time, economic um, game changer, really. Yeah. 
I haven't if already... creative, so let me know. I'm taking full credit for the idea. Haven't they already you created be... that, though? Have they? I guess. I thought that was an idea of mine. <laughs> it's, there's like okay, an empire. I'll settle for the empire. <laughs> there's like a downy spray that you can just spray on your clothes that gets rid of wrinkles and makes it smell good. I don't know if it technically cleans it, but I don't know. And therein lies the difference. Okay. Yeah. So okay. All right. All right. All right. I I see your point. Um, <laughs> uh, what would I build? Um, hmm. Criticizes my idea. Doesn't even have one of his own. Well, I was. I'm thinking like a really awesome treehouse. Like that would be really cool. Because uh, I didn't have a treehouse growing up as a kid, but having a I huge treehouse. That has like electrical going to it, so you could put lights on the outside. Has like a lounge chair in it, so you could just chill out in there and read a book. Um, I'm thinking, I'm going like huge, crazy with an awesome looking treehouse that uh, would be the envy of all the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> so much so, you'd probably have to have planning permits uh, to build it. <laughs> My first law as emperor would be no tree heises. Tear them down. Well, this empire has destroyed the one thing I wanted to build. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. This is a interesting one. Probably a moral <laughs> question. Um, would you eat a person if you had? If you absolutely had to, Logan. That way, we'd always be together. You'd <laughs> you know, I thought I could set a straight face. I can't. I take it back. No. Yeah. I don't think I could. It was cool until I said it. <laughs> I would rather everyone die than having to eat someone. I love the way you'd rather everyone else die and not you. <laughs> yes. You should eat them. That's not them. how I thought the sentence Look. would go. I'm not the chunky one in the friend group. So I in the um, my huge friend group. I'm not the biggest one. So the biggest one friend group. Uh <laughs> this reminds me of a video. There was a, a video that I saw the other day that was like uh it was like a, apocalypse has happened and these people are in a bunker and there's a really big guy, he's like probably three or four hundred pounds. And he's sitting there and he's like, I'm so hungry. I've eaten bacon all of my life and steak and hamburgers. And I just, I'm just so hungry. <laughs> and there's the other guy. He's like looking at him and he's like, it's saliva coming down his mouth. So he else goes, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm just thinking about bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the one so I don't think I bags. could do it. I, I could not eat somebody. No. Even if I absolutely had to and there was no other option, I would just starve. Either find another option or just die. I would pray because I'm a Christian. And that's yeah. what we do. The Lord will provide. The Lord will provide. <laughs> one flesh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, mm-hmm. number 112, if you could live forever, would you do it? Or what would you do if you could live forever? Well, we're going to live forever. Um, it's true. Yes. You know, like when we're dead, like, you know, we go to heaven, like, you know, the father's house is the world. Yeah. I mean, just think of all the fun, exciting adventures that up to there. Hello. Um, yeah, you know, meet, 
my favorite people from the Bible, maybe my favorite people throughout history. Um, me and Logan face to face for the first time ever. <laughs> nah, we're gonna wait till we're dead. Save ourselves some cash. Uh, <laughs> um, I'd like to have a chat with my mansion and talk to my mansion about what it was like being built. <laughs> uh, go and let you know roller coasters, fly on dragons because heaven's great. Why wouldn't they be there? Let's be honest. And go swimming in the crystal sea, steal some diamonds and jewels and crystals. Hope no one notices. <laughs> and then after a while, you know, we get sent back down to the earth to and the new earth to live here forever and ever. And again, just more adventures. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. I like how he's going to steal things. And in the Bible, it says no <laughs> evil thing shall be allowed in its gates. So Brendan's not making it in. <laughs> <laughs> I we live him on by, the outside. <laughs> I live by one principle, four words. God. Oh, no, sorry, it's three words. I'm an English teacher, not a maths teacher. Leave me alone. God will provide. I think the first time I was thinking the Lord will provide. Same difference, people. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's how I live my life. <laughs> uh, if so, for me, I think if I, if so, yeah, you're right. We're gonna live forever. But if I would live forever on this earth, I don't think mm-hmm. I'd want to because mm-hmm. I have to live with my sin nature for all those years. Robin. And there's a reason why God cut off how length of life length of life for humans because nine hundred years of doing wrong things is a long time. Yeah, you're um, the worst. But uh, what would I do? I think I think you're right on it with enjoying heaven, being with God forever. It's not a uh, it's not just a church service that's the most boring church Preach service it. you've ever been to. Amen. It is. It's life with God forever, where we were made and meant to be. Every um, desire met, every want met, every mm-hmm. joy met, um, and all the best things that are about Earth and the best things that are about God will be there. And all the terrible, painful, miserable stuff will be gone. So yeah. how can you and not want to be there? And the fields, the trees clap their hands. Yeah. And the rocks cry out. It's going to be great. Okay. Very interesting question. I want to know this one. On Ooh. a scale from one to ten, what's your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> if people don't know this by now, they just shouldn't even like you know watch the channel. Assuming ten is great and one is... You're not a real fan. Uh, blue. I wear blue literally every single day of my life. Um, I started when I was seven. Someone walked up to me. Maybe eight. And someone walked up to me and said, you know, you wear blue every day. <laughs> and inwardly, I was like, no, I don't. Don't be overly familiar. Don't pretend you know me. And my next thought was, eh, I'm going to start doing that. And I have. Um, so yeah, I just love blue. When I go into a shop, the first thing I do is check at all the blue clothes. Second thing I do is check the price. <laughs> and almost everything I own is blue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say on a scale of one to 10, it's an eight and it's green. <laughs> so I'm not as 10 Possibly. level as Brendan, but, uh, eight, I'm very strongly enjoy green. It's the symbol of life and newness and um, springs right around the corner for those of you in the northern hemisphere of the world. Um, so if you're in the southern hemisphere, I'm sorry, winter is coming. 
Um, <laughs> but in the Northern Hemisphere, the spring is coming, and one of these days we'll walk outside, and even though it looks dead now, and there'll just be things growing, and how awesome that is. So green is my favorite color. Don't listen to him, lads. He's full of crap. He just loves his Irish roots. Yeah, somewhere back in, since they were like the first people who ever lived in the world. Irish That's it, people. we were. <laughs> Moses we was Irish. Adam was yes. Irish. <laughs> well, listen, there's actually a guy in the Bible called Asher. That's like every Irish person's favorite. Asher. Name. Asher. <laughs> Asher, be grand. So there you have it. An Irish chap in the Bible. Okay, <laughs> Americans there, do you? Didn't think so. <laughs> Um, if a strand of spaghetti accidentally went out of your nose, would you sniff it back in or pull it out with your fingers? I would pull it out with my fingers and put it back in my body through my mouth. Hello, it's spaghetti. <laughs> I'm not going to waste food. <laughs> what would you do? Pull it out, put it in the bin. Stop. Waste. I don't need to eat my boogers again. I used to do that when I was a kid. And when I, when I became a man, I put away childish things. Eating your own boogers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says he put away childish things, lads. He's going to ask a question in about 10 seconds, then we'll see how childish he is or isn't. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Well, he's he's brought it up. He's got me yes. there. How big was your biggest poop? <laughs> I have no idea. I did not take out a ruler or measuring tape. What I will say is, and Logan can probably attest to this, <laughs> When I say, listen, chap, I've got to run to the bathroom for five minutes, I'm usually gone for closer to 20. So <laughs> if we measure in terms of the time span, probably 30 or 40 minutes. Well, okay. that length, couldn't tell you. <laughs> Have you ever had one stick out of the water? As in, I'm trying to think, figure out what you mean. As in, like, it's As in the above poop the water. stuck out of the water of the toilet bowl. I'm not a freak. I don't invest with <laughs> that. Probably. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Sometimes my, I'm following up the toilet bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I had I had one like last week, so <laughs> <laughs> that's why I wasn't there, guys. He's just so alone. His body didn't know what to do. Too much information. He just went into like, you know, <laughs> shock. <laughs> TMI warning <laughs> there. <laughs> I would have put a parental advisory sticker We're on. We're gonna have to color. change this until tell all part nine t uh, TMI warning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the dirty version. <laughs> dirty boys. Uh, all right. Next one. Do you squeeze the toothpaste from the top or the bottom? Ooh, um, there's a right answer and a wrong answer. More mm. than not, I'll do it from the bottom. Obviously, like you know, if it's running. You're running out of this, then you need to do the top. But in general, the bottom. Okay, so I sort of start off at just squeezing where there's a bunch at. And then as I'll go, I'll like squirt it up, like move it up. Um, but if I'm just in a hurry, I'm not really paying attention. So I'll just squeeze wherever it's at and it'll squirt out. So technically, if we're talking terms of answering this question correctly, I squeeze it from the top. This is why your parents cut off your allowance last month. <laughs> this kind of, these kind of shenanigans. 
$3 to buy a tube of toothpaste. It's okay. <laughs> I don't need to get every drop $3, out. $3, you got to put for it something else. <laughs> it's a tough economy out there. <laughs> well, it might be $9 by the time we finish with this episode, so. <laughs> <laughs> the rate of inflation is going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is another divisive question. Milk Ooh. before cereal or cereal before milk? There is something categorically wrong with people who pour milk into an empty bowl. I mean, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. Who who does that? I've seen people do it, and it's usually so that they can have more than one bowl of cereal, but still. No excuse. I don't think there's... Yeah. All right, uh... Again, possibly a TMI warning here. What is something your parents or friends would warn me about you? My driving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I acknowledge corners if and when I want to. <laughs> when I choose to see them. Um, speed limits are optional. I joke. Don't send the guards after me. Um, ooh, I don't know. People... Everyone sees me differently. I am the definition of being all people to all people, as the Apostle Paul put it. Um, like, I'd have some friends who would know not to start certain conversations when I'm in the room. Mm. Or I'll give a certain laugh around certain friends, and they know they've ticked me off, and it's time to change the conversation. So it, it depends on the person. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, stop this conversation, and driving would probably be two of the biggest that would come up. <laughs> Uh, the only, the, the one thing I remember my mom explaining to people when I was in like high school was that I had to do everything as quickly as possible when I got to a new place because I had okay. to figure out all the things that there were to do there. I had to go mm. all over the place and figure all the stuff out. And so she said, he's a bit of a spaz when it comes to going <laughs> to a new place. <laughs> Because he's got to look and see everything and try out all these new things. <laughs> but once he's done everything, he calms down. So I think that's something that you would say still to this day. Even though I don't think it's as true as it was back in high school. Because um, I would do stuff like that. But <laughs> Next time I see you behaving neurotically, I'm just going to go, S-P-A-S-S. <laughs> <laughs> or is it a Z? I don't even know. It's not a word I use. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, unfortunately, I have to question you on this, but what Uh-oh. gives you the right? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> and what gives you the right? <laughs> what gives me the right? Uh, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> So talking about the right constitution. To live <laughs> and to go to heaven one day. <laughs> sure, Dan. <laughs> sure, Dan. <laughs> All right. Uh, number 120. Can I see your browser history? Another TMI question. <laughs> <laughs> you can because I deleted it like two days ago. So there's nothing too incriminating there. Yep. Same. <laughs> 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 not that a son of God would have anything incriminating. Of course not. You shouldn't have anything incriminating. Well, my Bible studies are pretty out there. Sometimes I look over things I have Googled and I'm like, <laughs> what do like, you know, the spies at Google think about this chap? Um, yeah. 
What about yourself? Yeah. How yours is spotlessly clean? It's not spotlessly clean because I do search weird things as well. Randomly, I'll search the, uh, like, whatever's on the top of my mind. So there's, like, none of it has, there's no, it's like a weird stream of consciousness if you'd go through Mm. it. You'd be like, why the heck was he, like, trying to buy a backpack? And then the next minute he's searching like what was the score of the game last night. And then the next minute he's searching like all over the place. So there's nothing like incriminating so or dark webish, but um but it'd just be a bit confusing. Like why is he searching mm. why like sore neck? That seems weird. <laughs> you have a sore neck. <laughs> I, I did like, at no. the time. Yeah. Okay. He's <laughs> like, no, I just want to know what to do if I get one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, can I ask you a question? Only if it's a juicy, gossipy, good one that's going to entertain our viewers. Okay. Um, how do you hang your toilet paper at home? Over or under? Oh, there's a right way and there's a wrong way. <laughs> the toilet paper, it should look like a fringe. Okay. People who have like they do the mohawk hair going backwards, I don't get it. Why would you have the toilet paper closer to the wall? No. Hmm. The toilet paper should be hanging closer to you sitting on it. And therefore all you have to do is like you know yank off a square. Yeah. I would agree with that. Uh I yeah. have a follow up question. Would you change some if you went over to say someone else's house? Could be hmm. someone you know well, someone you don't know very well. Would you change their roll of toilet paper to be correct? If you were in their bathroom. I have made alterations to people's homes <laughs> that explain justifiably why I was never invited back. <laughs> yeah. There are times I've gone to people's homes and sometimes I'll rearrange things like physically. Sometimes I'll <laughs> Just start disciplining the people in the house. <laughs> it's like like I live there. And I'm like, don't you dare speak to your mother like that again. She is an incredible woman. She's a phenomenal woman of almighty God. She's a daughter of the most high God. She's the righteousness of God. And Jesus Christ, how dare you treat her like that? You have no idea what you have. And then even like, they're just embarrassed thinking, why is he talking to my six-year-old like this? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I have yet to meet someone who genuinely chooses to hang their toilet paper as a mullet. Oh, I've, I've seen them on the YouTube. As the old folks say on the YouTube. They're not as militant though, as the over the top one. Oh, they slandered the people who make the fringe. And I'm like, excuse me. You don't even know how to use the toilet, and you're in your 30s. You have no right to criticize moi. They're right there. Be vigilant, friends. They're right there. If you're one of these people, leave us a comment below. We'll invite you on the podcast. It may be a quite argumentative podcast, but (laughs) somebody will be right and somebody will be wrong by the end of it. (laughs) And we are never wrong. (laughs) Unless we disagree, in which case I'm never wrong. (laughs) Someone will change their opinion. All right. Uh, we will ask for a presentation from both sides. Brendan <laughs> will give a presentation. The other person will give a presentation. And we'll explain why why they're each right and why Brendan was correct all along. That's it. <laughs> um, okay. Um, what is the closest you've ever come to dying? 
probably last week when I <laughs> pulled out in front of a lorry. Do you even know what a lorry is? Yeah, it's a bus or truck like kind big, of thing. Big truck, yeah. Yeah. I know sometimes you guys use truck as like a Jeep. What would you call a Jeep? Yeah. But yeah, a lorry. Um, I just took a notion <laughs> that I could do it and survive. But I think halfway through pulling out, I realized it's a bad idea. So I didn't actually pull my handbrake the whole way down. So not only did I drive in front of this monstrosity of a tank, but I couldn't even, like, you know, drive all that fast or change the news. <laughs> and he was, like, beeping at me for, like, like, five minutes. And in the end, I just, like, pulled in on the side of the road where there were, like, you know, five cars. Miraculously, I didn't hit any of them because I always pray before I pull out of the driveway. Yeah. It was just, it was a disaster. It was bad. Oh, my. I was no, shaking sounds... when I got out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, similarly, I've had some something <laughs> like that. I was going, uh, taking like a left, a left-hand turn, mm. um, and so I had the left turn arrow, of course, because you don't mm. just turn left without anyone That's coming. Funny. So I just had a nice left-hand turn, and somebody in the right-hand side thought that they could just go because you can turn right on red. But they never looked to check if there was anyone coming across. Ooh, so creepy. by the time they had realized, we were like very close side by side to each other. And so I had to stop. And then he went and I was like very much panicking because I thought I had just caused Dying. an accident, even though I wasn't the one who had the problem because he never mm-hmm. looked, and never saw me coming. So, right. Yeah. Those are always terrifying. Also, mm-hmm. when like deer or animal just try to run across the front of my like car and I don't catch them in time or they do it so quick, that's that's a fun time. Have you ever killed an animal in the car? Uh, <laughs> I ran over a raccoon once. Ugh, yuck. <laughs> Watch because those we're driving down the road and we see him and we're like, oh, and then he, <laughs> he tries to do <laughs> the whole, he tried to do the like, left right left right move hmm. and when he went right it was right where my tire was gonna be oh, and, went, <laughs> and then me and my sister are sitting in the car just dying laughing as we're driving home like there were tears dying before words. so it's like i just murdered someone i just <laughs> murdered a thing but he couldn't pick a lane he just <laughs> went left he went right to the tire. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that's funny. <laughs> all right. This is this will be our last question for today. Okay. But what is your third favorite planet? Ooh, obviously I do a pension for Earth. Mm-hmm. Followed secondly by Saturn because I once had to make a project on Saturn when I was in fourth class in school. I was like nine or ten. Um, and my third favorite is based on the chocolate bar, Mars. And I like, you know, how once a year or so people get so excited. You can see Mars in the sky tonight. Did I say the scar? Yeah. <laughs> and I said scar and <laughs> I said again. I said Mars and Sky at the same time. You can see Mars in the sky tonight. Um, and then everyone gets so excited and is standing outside, craning their neck, pretending they can see what the internet said they could see. So, uh, yeah, probably Mars. Jupiter's class. But, uh, listen, Mars is one of our neighbors, huh? What about yourself? Um, I would say it's Earth, number one. 
Probably highest. Uh, Mars number. Well, actually, Pluto number two because it's a Pluto, planet. Yeah. Forget the people who say it's not. And so <laughs> every my, year it's either kick it out of the solar system and bring it back in. <laughs> my third favorite's probably Jupiter because that's where the okay. girls go to get more stupider. Um, oh, nice, nice. Because boys go to college to get more knowledge. Um, oh, not, I not see. sexist that's at all. They, you know, that's how they sing it in the US. Interesting. <laughs> girls go to Jupiter to get more stupider. It was. It, it's <laughs> a little kids thing because they're. You know, when you're Mars, a little kid, you Mars. don't like the opposite, uh, like sex at all. And you're like, it all changes. They're the gross. We'll throw rocks at them. And cooties. They have cooties and all that stuff. Yeah. So that's one of the sayings: is boys go to, boys go to college to get more knowledge. Girls go to Jupiter to get more stupider. So. <laughs> <laughs> you careful you say that too today. It's like, did you just assume my gender? <laughs> As the claws come out, because of course, all, <laughs> everyone has claws now, even the guys. They all got like weapons. <laughs> no, we had boys go to Mars to get more bars, and girls go to Jupiter to get more stupider. <laughs> ah, okay. So the boys were just eating well. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Well fed men. Must be done. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Everyone <laughs> boys need their protein, their sugar. <laughs> of course we do. Yes. All right, so with that, we'll get into our Bible time this afternoon, morning, evening, whenever you're listening to us. Um, but I will turn it over to Brendan. He has chosen a choice passage of the Bible, and we will talk about it and how it impacts and affects our lives. So take it away, Brendan. Just before I start, I love how Logan always says, you know, whether you listen to this in the morning, afternoon, or evening, and I am, like, so clearly filming this in the middle of the night. (laughs) (laughs) One day it'll be sunny outside. (laughs) Is that what midday looks like in Ireland? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I've got, like, you know, three or four lights here, and you still can't even tell. (laughs) Hey, guys, so today... Turn in your Bibles, or on your phones, or laptops, tablets, etc. To the New Testament, to Hebrews 12, 27. Hebrews 12, 27. It says, This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed, so that only unshakable things will remain. I'll read it one more time. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed, so that only unshakable things will remain. Now, that's a prophecy about the end times, about all things being shaken and God recreates heaven and earth. Um, but I'm not going to look at it from a an end times perspective for today. Maybe we'll come back to that at some point. Another video. Um, but in life, you're going to see pictures of this taking place throughout your time on the earth. And we're seeing it big time now. When everything is being shaken violently, viciously, aggressively, perversely, abominably. Mm. But what's ultimately going to happen, friends, is we are going to win. What's been purified by fire will remain as precious gold and silver. And what we're seeing, you know, our enemies trying to shake understandings 
of male and female, which the Lord ordained on day six of creation, and he has never once changed his mind. Hello. We're trying to see people shake the stability, particularly of the Western world. We're trying to see through, you know, the fact checkers, um, a shaking of what is true. How you can actually see something happening with your eyes uh, and with your senses and through your experiences, through your knowledge, through Holy Spirit revelation. Mm. And yet some random chap who doesn't even know he's a chap in Silicon Valley is telling you, that's wrong, misinformation, disinformation. And trying to get you cancelled to overthrow or, 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 or debunk or destabilize truth. They're yeah. the days we're living in, friends. Days in which everything um, is being shaken um, with the aim to destroy, to steal, to kill, to overthrow. But so long as God's kids are on the earth, his body of Christ, men and women, teenagers, boys and girls, who in, in whom Holy Spirit lives, there is more power in you than there is in the totality of the darkness. You know, Second Thessalonians 2 says that so long as God's kids are on the earth and Holy Spirit within us to repel the spirit of the Antichrist, yeah. the end will not come. The Great Tribulation ain't gonna happen, friends. So take encouragement in that. Take strength in that. That yes, things are being shaken, but the ability to add stability and clarity, a firm foundation, it's in you through the word that's in you, through the spirit that's in you. Mm. And when we overcome this series of planned, intentional, well-orchestrated, well-funded attempts to destabilize, to steal, to kill, to destroy, we're entering into a bold new world, friends. A world of revival, a world of hope, a world where I see no reason why a billion people can't come into the kingdom of God, into the body of Christ, can't seize hold of the revelation, but stand your ground. Things are Things are shaking, they're being shaken, but if you put your feet down in the word, and you stand in the word, you are like a tree that is evergreen, ever strong, rooted and planted in the word of God, and you're going to come out smelling like roses at the end of this. So don't give up, don't give in. If you need any help, reach out to someone you trust, pray, it's a time to get yoked into the word, and to worship, into praise, into prayer. And we're going to win. So be encouraged. All right, Broski, when you read Hebrews 12, 27, what does Holy Spirit show you? Encourage God's kids. Um, I think you you nailed it all on the head there. I I think one of the things that um, society likes to attack us with is that, um, you know, we talked about a little bit earlier in our questions where people like to attack us with this idea that heaven's just a a worship session and it, mm. you lose all individuality and you know, you kind of are just sucked as part of a mass of people who are praising mm. God. And there is an element of that. That is very true. Um, but I think where it airs is that it, that we lose our individuality and they want you to think right. that um, when in reality, those who are going to hell are the ones who are losing their individuality. They're the mm. ones who are going to be enslaved forever and suffering 
and um, as groups and as individuals, but not retaining your individuality. Where in heaven, the things we love and the things we enjoy and the passions and maybe even the jobs that we have um, will be in heaven the same way. We'll still have who we are because as it says in the book of Revelation, Jesus has on uh, for, for each of us a stone that's written with our name, the name that he calls us by, the one that called us out of Amen. the darkness and into his marvelous life and light. Um, so he has a name written for us. So he, we have our individuality. We are special. We're chosen. We're loved by him. Um, and so those things that are being shaken, yeah, you know, there's been rough time on earth. It's been quite of a shaky time where you're not sure whether we're going to uh, get through COVID, whether we're going to get through all this other stuff. But we know that if we have our faith and trust in Christ as our Lord and Savior, our souls cannot be shaken. We cannot be taken to another dimension or another place away from him. We cannot escape him here on this earth. And so if we accept him, put our faith and trust in him, then he will be with us forever one day. And we have that hope. So we won't be shaken by all the things that get thrown at us, the name calling, the, um, the evilness and vulgarness that the society throws at us won't shake us because we have our faith trusted in God. Um, if I don't know if any of you have ever heard of Alistair Begg, but this man, uh, one of his comments is when people are attacking him for his faith and his beliefs, he goes, look, this is what God's given to me. He called me. I'm stuck with this. This is what I'm, I have. God has put me in this faith. So this mm. is what I got. All right. Be, be merciful to me. Now, of course, people aren't always that way, but like, this is what God has called me to. This is what God's given to me. This is it. This is God's word. This is what we have. So this is what I have. This is what I'm with. And I, I'm, I believe this and trust this because of God who called me to it. So that's what I believe. It's not because I hate you or I think you're the worst person ever, or I think, you know, um, all homosexuals need to die or anything. It's all about this. The Bible says it. That's why it's wrong. And I'm stuck with that. This is my law book. You might not have that. You might have your own law, your own ideas of what the rules are. That's on you, but this is what I have to live with. Um, and so, and what I enjoy, appreciate, and what is right and true about this world is this book. So if you don't believe it, um, you know, know where you're going and what's happening <laughs> here. Um, it's true. It's true. Like, that's that's the end. That's an nice. <laughs> Um And a lot of people ask you, well, what if you're wrong? Well, what if I'm wrong? Then there's nothing. Like some people will say there's nothing after life. Well, then, then there's nothing. You're right. And yeah, maybe I did, you know, did spent my time doing good and serving other people. When has that ever been a bad thing? Um, so there, the, but if, if they're wrong, if they're wrong about what they believe, there is a heaven and hell and you are going to go to hell. I think there's a dangerous place that you're going to (laughs) because you don't want to be there. It's not a fun place. It's not a good yeah. time. So um, with that, I'll turn it over to Brendan. He'll close us out with prayer and uh, we'll get on with our days. Okay. Good job. That was, that was great. Um, okay. Well, since Logan mentioned, you know, the capital H E double hockey sticks word, let's offer a little salvation prayer. 
for those of you who perhaps are listening to this the first time, whether it's now in February slash March 2023 or the far future, if you've never taken that time to make a decision to say, Jesus, you are Lord, you are life, you are absolutely good, I believe you died on the cross to wash away all my evil, you've dealt with it, and you're offering me a new life, that I'll be a new creature, a new creation, one of your children, that I'll be guaranteed access to your world of heaven, to the great things you've got for me there. If you've never made that decision, or you don't know if you have, well, you did, (laughs) and then you kind of stop believing it for a while, and you feel impressed to come back to Jesus today, this prayer is especially for you. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for everyone who's tuned in to listen to this today. I don't believe it's an accident. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe, God, that this was a special moment that you ordained for these people to listen into something fun, where the joy of Holy Spirit abounds, but also, Lord, where truth was sown. And right now, Lord God, there's a tug in their spirit to reach out to your Holy Spirit and to your Son, Jesus. So just pray this after me, friends. Father God, I thank you that you are the Creator. I thank you that you are a good, good Father, that you love me. I acknowledge that I have fallen short of your holy standards. I've chosen to do wrong. I've chosen to disobey you. But I believe that what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary was sufficient. He took the penalty and the punishment I deserved, so I would never have to experience it. He dealt with it. He said, it is finished. That was correct. It is finished. And now I pray that your Holy Spirit comes and lives within me. That's not something I'm in control of. I'm not in charge of it. I can't make it happen. It's a gift, and it's a gift I receive. It's a God thing. It's a miracle. The greatest miracle there is. And I choose to be part of that miracle today. Jesus, you are Lord. You are now in charge of my life. My way is now God's way. God's way is now my way. You're in control. Help me to live an empowered life, a better life, a holy life, a life of purpose and destiny, a life of community, a life in which I get to experience the fullness of what it means to be a son or daughter of the Most High God. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. guys, if that's your first time praying that, do let us know. It'll encourage us, and then we can help encourage you. And for everyone else, we just pray that the Lord goes with you and before you into the week ahead, that you have a relaxing week, a triumphant week, and although things around you are shaking, and there are certain individuals who are trying to shake you even more, my prayer is that you get rooted and grounded in the Word of God, like the living streams, that you will be evergreen trees, like mighty oaks, always in season, always flourishing. And that when this era 
with trials, ends, and at will, friends. Later than we wanted, but sooner than you realize. Sooner than our enemies expect. And when it's done with, when it's all over, that you will look back and see that you flourished this time, you showed up, and you showed Christ, and that you will be even more like him in your soul, in your thinking, in your love for people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Go home, friends. Go to bed if it's late. (laughs) If it's middle of the day, get out there and encourage somebody. Tell them God loves them. And uh, know that we love you too. And we'll see you next week. Bye, friends. See you next week.